So let me share just a couple of things. A couple of weeks ago, shared a biography about a guy named Patter Patterson. You remember that? That went into, um, he's the founder of the uh, African Inland Mission. And um, he was a guy who went three times, ends up dying at 29, suffered, 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 but he was passionate about the gospel. It was just a powerful thing. I don't know if you saw this week, but Francis Chan, anybody watch the crazy meanderings of Francis Chan? So Francis Chan, who gave up a mega church and went into inner city ministry uh, seven years ago, now is doing what he really wanted to do. And he's going to pick up and take his family and go to Myanmar, I think it is, and be a missionary in Asia. And he's just one of the most popular Christian celebrity guys out there. Got so many opportunities, and he's making I wrote on Facebook, a terrible life decision, safety decision, comfort decision. But at 52, he's going to take his wife and multiple kids. I think they've adopted some, and they're going to go to Asia and share the gospel with people over there. So, so glad for that. And I was thinking about the issue of endurance. I think about that a little bit more now that I'm 30 years into the ministry and been through a lot of different seasons and phases. And not everybody goes somewhere, we have to stay. And staying here, some of us are called, we have need of endurance. At the end of Hebrews 10, he'll say that to them. You saints, you Hebrews that are under persecution, you so have need of endurance. And um, endurance is not flashy. Perseverance is not like, you know, the dynamic thing that whatever, but it's a main biblical theme. And it's so honored by the Lord. There's a guy named Charles Simeon. Has anybody heard that name before? Charles Simeon, he was, um, uh, let me read this. In April 1831, Charles Simeon was 71 years old. He had been the pastor of Trinity Church in Cambridge, England for 49 years, almost 50 years. He was asked one afternoon by his friend, Joseph Gurney, how he had surmounted the persecution and outlasted all the great prejudice against him in his 49-year ministry. And I'm going to talk about it a little bit, but it's just crazy what came against him and the stuff that happened in his life. He said, he asked him, how'd you do that? And here was his response, Charles Simeon at 71. My dear brother, we must not mind a little suffering for Christ's sake. When I am getting through a hedge, if my head and shoulders are safely through, I can bear the pricking of my legs. Let us rejoice in the remembrance that our holy head, Jesus, has surmounted all sufferings and has triumphed over death. Let us follow him patiently, and we shall soon be partakers of his victory. Hey, brother, brothers, we should not mind a little bit of suffering. If Christ has overcome, if we are scratched a bit on the way, we know that we're headed for a victory like Jesus has. There's a scripture in Romans 12, 12 that says this, be patient in tribulation. Jesus promised in, in, in John 16, in this world, you will have tribulation. Paul says to that, be patient in this tribulation. We wanna have a heart that's continuing to grow, that's not embracing the cultural thing that's out there that's trying to drive us to new levels of insanity about boredom. I tell you, I told, I told uh, my kids, I said, there was a day when I was young even, we hadn't been a generational war, that it just was like a grievous thing to ever be bored. I got to get a Gil Gilligan's Island going, get some kind of activity going with a motorcycle, do something, because it's just an atrocity to be bored. Well, it's about 
50 times worse right now. <laughs> With all that we've got in entertainment, it almost seems like one of the most grievous sins to ever be bored or have malaise or have kickback. And uh, because of that, I think it's made our constitution for perseverance and endurance a little bit less than it should be. So when Simeon was born in 1759, that's a long time ago, Jonathan Edwards had just died. Whitfield and Wesley are in the middle of the Wesleyan or Methodist revival, and the American Revolution had just happened. So that's kind of the time period when this guy lived. He pastored 49 years at this Trinity Church. He was appointed at the resistance of the congregation. At 23 years old, he was appointed to this famous church near a university, but nobody wanted him. They didn't want him, they wanted this other guy. And so for 12 years, he was boycotted in his services. He tried to do a Sunday night service. Nobody would come and he finally had to shut it down. In those days, they had pews that you would own and you would unlock your pew and go in. That's a little bizarre and hard for you, I know, to think about. But they started locking their pews and they wouldn't do it and would make people stand at the back or outside as a, as a, uh, just a, a statement of protest for 12 years. For 12 years, till he's 35, he dealt with massive resistance and yet he endured. Yet he endured with this thing, be patient in tribulation, endure in the midst of the rejection of man. He then got things turned around. He's winning people to Jesus. He's dealing with the university, Trinity University. They didn't like him because they were moving off liberal a little bit. And he had this predilection just to preach the Bible and to stay pure in that. And he got resistance even from the university. But in students would protest against him. They would slander him. He was a single man, not married. So he was a little bit even suffering in singleness. And in the midst of all that, he kept enduring and had a mighty influence because of his endurance on these students. Well, things calmed down. 18 years went by. He's 30 years in the ministry. He's 53 years old, and it kicks up again. He's there at Trinity. He's had a 30-year ministry, and there's all this resistance and trouble, and people are against him and slandering him and all this deal. Most people, I heard John Piper talking on this. He says, most of us would say, well, I had a good run. I'm 53. Enough with these people. I'm going to go find me a new gig but not Charles Simeon. He dug in, he loved his people, he preached the word, he prayed, and went on to have 19 more years of ministry in this place where they sent out multiple missionaries around the world. The church began to prosper again, souls were changed, and the Trinity University was impacted in a powerful and powerful way. This guy had some great endurance. I read guys like this and I'm like, oh, where are these men? Where are these women that will dig in and not, not move when the spirit moves you? We want that. But where is that resolve to not quit? This is the sermon within which uh, John Piper used the phrase that we have, a, we, have, we have trouble in this culture. There's an emotional fragility among the shepherds a lot and even among the saints. If we get our feelings hurt just a little, bit, then we're just like, this is outlandish. No one should ever talk against me or say things. And we began to quit in the middle of what we're doing. So I just wanted to encourage you around and from the platform of a guy like this. This guy was slandered and slandered like Charles Spurgeon. He got kicked back at new levels, but I love this. 
We would do well not to be curious about what others are saying about us. Nothing makes me want to tune someone out, Simeon said, more quickly than the sentence this, a lot of people are saying. He said, when I hear that phrase, I just tune it out. (laughs) And then they asked him, how in the world are you not coming back with argument and critical complaint? And he said, I fought and I resisted so that I wouldn't get in a retaliatory position. I decided not to listen to the gossip, to press on and to set my eyes upon Jesus. So I'm asking you to consider me and everybody that's in this and it's going to be however long God gives us life. And if biblically we're here till the second coming, this is going to be like the best time of our lives right now. There's some trials that are coming down the pike, but he endured because of humility. He went low to serve. He endured because he prayed and asked the Father for help in the midst of his loneliness and his singleness. He endured desertion and gossip by grace because of the love of God that was with him and the love of his people even his enemies. And so may the Lord give us endurance. We have need of endurance. We have need of patience in tribulation than what happens in this, in this life. And so the Lord will help us bear fruit. So Father, I pray that you would inspire our hearts by Jesus, by Paul that endured and endured. He did not determine his assignment and success by the mouth of man or by the response he got, but by faithfulness to you. Lord, I pray for fresh endurance, fresh endurance in the midst of resistance, rejection, in the midst of success and everybody being happy. Lord, I pray we not get distracted by either one. Father, I pray for eyes that are to you. I pray for a generation and in the culture, me, where we've been discipled, to stop when it gets a little hard, to stop when there's a little confusion. I pray for endurance to run the race with diligence, to get to the finish line for your glory's sake. So help everyone in their journey of faith, I pray. Bless them. Strengthen our hearts for those that will listen to this and those that are here. Lord, I pray for new levels of resolve to endure in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.